What's up? Welcome back. My name is Matt. And Victoria. And I just want to apologize right out the gate for last week. We had the <laughs> the dryer going full blast in the background the whole time. Whoops. I'm so sorry. I did not listen to it, so I don't know. I didn't hear that. It was unbearable. Was it really? And it wasn't that bad, but... You noticed it so you couldn't stop noticing it? Yeah. It was the clean clean. I kind of noticed it when we were, like, we were doing it, but I was like, I don't want mill doing clothes tomorrow. That's the... I'll suffer through this. Right. <laughs> That's the conundrum of laundry. Do I just rewash the clothes tomorrow? Yeah. Or do I just... I feel like we need a little more music games. Okay, cool. It was like a little light, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, it's been a busy day. It's been a busy day. Uh, we it's ran been- some errands, saw some family, worked, almost died. <laughs> yeah. Had some car trouble. Yeah, so I'm um, driving to work. And it's a pretty far drive. It's like 30 to 40 minutes. I think it ended up taking me like 40 minutes this time just because of traffic. And as I'm getting off the freeway, I hear this like super loud screeching noise. I was like, dude, what the heck? I thought it was like might be something with the AC. So I turned the AC down. And then I was like, man, that's super weird. But then after like 15 seconds, it stopped. I was like, crisis averted we're good to go (laughs) and then like as i'm pulling into like the parking lot my steering wheel just locks up and like cannot turn so we figured out um the belt something in the belt engine broke i don't know i'm not versed with cars yeah i don't know anything but the belt broke so we got to get a new belt but i'm just like super grateful it didn't happen while i was on the freeway could you imagine i don't know what i would have done Right. Ah. Scream praying. <laughs> <laughs> Not able to turn. Yeah. But hey, so, we made it here. We're good. Grateful. Grateful for sure. I'm glad that it's seeming to be an easy fix because like when everything was going down and you were texting me and we we're like, I don't know what's up. Like, what could this be? And we're trying to Google it. I also went on like Carvana and like used cars. Like, how much is this gonna set us back if we're done with that car and we're gonna have to get a used one or something? Or I don't know. What would you have done if you were on the freeway and your steering wheel just locked up? I literally don't know. I think I would try to remember from the like all the like weird scenarios that you read when you're getting your driver's license and like the DMV handbook. They don't prepare you for that. Yeah. I think you're supposed to try to like, you'd probably want to like, like pull it off to the side of the yeah. road, you know, cause you can still, the power steering went out, so you can technically still turn it, but you gotta be strong. You gotta, so. yeah. I'm not the world's strongest woman, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that guy always reference? I'm Arius, I'm Arius Puchinowski. Yeah, I'm not I'm Arius. He's no woman. Yeah. Well, I'm no man, so. <laughs> well, you said world's strongest woman. Anywho, I don't know what I would have done. I think I would have just freaked out and started screaming and scream praying. I feel like you would have called me hyperventilating. <laughs> Matt! <laughs> I need a witness to this. 
there's been a couple times and it's always on the weekends it's always when i'm like it was when you worked at the church it would happen on the at the church yeah and something like super traumatic would happen usually with the dogs yeah and you would call me like as i'm in the middle of rehearsal like the most stressful part of the day for you is when it would happen it's like 150 db i'm trying to do 19 different things one time ben's wiener like came out yeah, it was when he was like pretty young and it was like, I I don't even know how to explain it. I don't want to get too TMI or graphic, <laughs> but it's like something that happens with dogs when they're like trying. They got it. like, it was before he was, everyone uh, knows what a red rocket is. Let's but, just say there's more to that story. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there, the, it, there's a whole sword that can become unsheathed. But like it was before he was fixed. So it, it was just like terrifying. I was at my parents' house. I was like, what do I do in this situation? Yeah. And then the other time was again, Ben. And there's three he, times. There were three times all including Ben. There was the time where I was like, I told you so moment for me. And that's exactly what you told me. I was literally could not feel my heart. I was watching my parents' dog, and I was like, I think that they would like to hang out with our dogs, so I'm just going to take their dogs over to our house, and I meant to go in through the back gate, but, like, my parents' dogs just got, like, overzealous, and I was like, we'll just go to the front, do- the front door, because, like, I think, I think that you had put a lock on the back gate, and I was not able to get it obviously because it was a lot and this was like then, foreshadowing like i told her like five times like that seems like a terrible idea you don't did not tell me that no you just one time i don't know that seems like a lot of work i wouldn't do it but no, no. dude don't play me like no, that because who has the better memory at this table <sighs> come on anywho as soon as i opened the door my dog scared my parents dogs and somehow they got out of their collars and all four dogs like were running around <laughs> in different directions and i tried literally like grabbed our dogs and threw them inside and shut the door and then tried to wrangle the other two like luckily this is before you were pregnant yeah i feel like if you were pregnant you would just have to cut your losses yeah i would have just been like we'll see how many dogs show back up tonight or like put some meat out and see yeah <laughs> and then the last time was get a seizure when ben had a seizure yeah and olivia was like six weeks old i would get really triggered like if victoria ever called me on a weekend i would just automatically assume like the worst had happened yeah and yeah i think the calmest i was was the most serious was the seizure Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah well we already got off on a tangent here yeah Thanks, Vic. <laughs> I'm sure. Your fault. fault. <laughs> Your fault. My fault. I don't even know how we got here, but it's not even yeah. important. How did we? I'm trying to like trace back our conversations. <laughs> I don't know. Memento. Um. All right, rate the juice. All right, let's just jump in, I guess. No All rating. Right. Are we gonna do that at the end? I don't know. I think I had. Not an easy time finding juice this week again, and it's not bad. It's not. It's oh. not the juiciest we've had. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah, I gotcha. It's not fresh squeezed. I think it's good for you to give your judgment of juice at the beginning, and then I'll tell you what I think at the end. Yeah. Maybe I'm too hard on myself. Maybe I'm. <laughs> Maybe you're spot it. on. Maybe I'm spot on. 
All right, so this is, am I the a-hole for letting my father cause a huge scene at my engagement party and embarrassing my future mother-in-law? My father has many faults. I am well aware of these and therefore tend to keep our interactions private. I still love him and I have developed a system to keep him from effing me over. When my fiance asked me to marry him, I said yes, and then I went and privately told my dad about it. We had a nice dinner with my fiance and that was that. My future mother-in-law wanted to have an engagement party. I was fine with it. I just requested that she not invite my father. I explained that we have a strained relationship and that I preferred to keep him at a distance. She agreed. I guess she thought she knew better than me and she wanted to, quote, fix our relationship. And the first step was inviting him to our party inviting him to her home for a party with alcohol. When I met my dad for dinner, I specifically chose a restaurant that didn't have a liquor license and went right after work. His car has a breathalyzer built in to make it start. I knew what would happen otherwise. When I saw my dad there, my stomach flipped. I asked her what was going on and why, and she said that a good daughter would want her dad there on this important day. I asked her to please make him leave. She said I was being rude. I went over to my dad and asked him to leave. He promised to behave. He was just so happy to be invited. I told my fiance that I might need to leave in a hurry and he had come and he had to come with me when I left. He knows this whole story, so he agreed. My father was fine at the beginning, then the wine came around. I glared at him and shook my head no. He took some, then more, then more. He started getting happy. That doesn't last. After dinner there were drinks. As soon as I heard him raise his voice, I asked my fiancé to leave. I faked a stomach problem and then we left. The least embarrassing thing he did was piss himself and puke on the lawn. My future mother-in-law is furious. She said that we should have told her that my father has a drinking problem. I said that it wouldn't have been a problem if she had, hadn't lied to my face about not inviting him. My father is humiliated that he did this. I'm just numb. My uncle has no problem controlling my dad. He's a cop and has come to several events with my dad where he kept him from drinking. My older brother's wedding, for example. He lives in another city. He would have been fine at the wedding. I'm just angry that she lied. And I'm embarrassed that I'm venting here because I need someone to tell me that I'm not the a-hole for wanting people, for not wanting to tell people my, that my father is like this. She's an a-hole for sure. You think she's an a-hole? <laughs> no. Uh, I was like, I don't think that. <laughs> you look so shocked. <laughs> no. She gave specific instructions and like, I don't know how well she knows her future mother-in-law, but yeah. it's, like, it's my relationship with my dad. And like, I, I don't like, need to respect that. my decision. Yeah. You know? It And it's a pretty firm boundary. Like, I'm telling you like, yes, we can do this, but I don't want yeah, it's a strained relationship, yeah. and that there there shouldn't be more that needs to be said. I feel like you know, and like, the fact that she was like any good daughter would want her father here, like okay, like you don't know the history, and like I that that always bugs me in these posts, like when it's like someone goes behind someone's back, breaks their boundary, and then like it's kind of like I told you so, like well, I told you not to do this because this would happen. Like, they're like, well, you should have told me ev your whole sordid past in order for me to not cross this boundary. Like, yeah. why? But I get why OP thinks that they're the a-hole. You know what I mean? Like, I get it because when you're in, like, that's a kind of a tricky 
relationship to navigate with your future mother-in-law if she's like telling you like berating you kind of and you're like did i do should i have been more upfront and honest like the only thing i would have have done differently is i don't know where they were yet were at like when she first got there but she obviously like pulled her future mother-in-law aside and wanted to make her leave and she was like refusing to make him leave at that point i would have at least like said or asked like hey he has a drinking problem can we just like not have any alcohol tonight if he's if you want him here you know what i mean yeah he either needs to leave or we need to not serve alcohol yeah because it sounds like this man has a issue with that self-control control issue yeah man that sucks that's interesting i don't know also like it sucks that her post is like letting my father cause a huge scene like you didn't (laughs) you left yeah what he did after you left is not on you like none of it's on you and i'm guessing there's probably some history and some trauma with her for sure childhood and him drinking like she doesn't even want to be around it you know yeah she's seen enough well and the fact that she said in the beginning like she's developed a system to kind of keep herself protected and him protected like for this relationship to function we need a lot of boundaries in place and Mm -hmm. the fact that the mother-in-law just trampled all over them and just it's got to be awkward for her too like wow like i didn't want this part of my past and like the relationship with my father shown like and he's embarrassed my mother-in-law's pissed i don't even know what to feel Mm-hmm. kind of i don't know that's just a weird boundary to cross i know i feel like her fiance should have like a freaking talk with the mom like you need to respect our boundaries yeah like, if we tell you something like whether you think you know better or not like there needs to be some mutual respect yeah. here i mean like if olivia was getting married in her her husband her future husband came to us and was like hey just don't invite my dad we have a strained relationship i'll be like oh dude yeah absolutely don't worry about it my the last thing i would do is go and invite the dad after he asked that yeah that's just like ridiculous that's i know it wouldn't even cross my mind like you don't even need to get into the history just like i have a really strange relationship please don't invite them okay that's that but i feel like we would secretly be like i wonder what happened but like i'm not gonna actually ask because it's literally none of my business i hope this dude took a dump like in their entertainment center or something you know what i'm saying yeah i hope something really bad happened you gotta learn your lesson yeah you gotta respect people's boundaries it's like that saying like mess around and find out (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. (sighs) so okay i'm not even gonna say it it's so random I'll, I'll say it just because it's <laughs> funny. Just because I was thinking about like the mess around and find out thing. And there's so many of these little sayings going around that like, I remember when I was little, it was like, oh snap. I remember when oh snap first came out. Yeah. And that was really cool. Um, 
but at work today there was this girl like in the high school ministry that used to always hang out there when I was working there and she saw me and she's like oh Matt and then she's like it's been a fat minute since I've saw saw you or something (laughs) like that and I was like it has been a fat minute and I was (laughs) like is that a new thing it was just funny I feel like I have heard it's been a fat minute before (laughs) (laughs) I'm start saying that now a fat minute (laughs) we're Uh, so out of I'm out of it but I like knowing I do. I like the new things. I still say, oh, snap. It stuck with me. So snap, boom, dude. You say that. Yeah. And our daughter says that. I remember the first time I heard, oh, snap. There was this new kid that moved in. And we were playing basketball with him in the front. And, like, he was overusing it. Like, every time we shot the ball, he would yell, oh, snap. And I didn't know what it meant. I was like, what is this kid saying? That was the first time I heard oh snap. I feel like I didn't really say it that much. I'm dead. It's been a fat minute. It's been a fat minute. I always use like it's been a minute. Now you gotta add a now I gotta fat in there. Is it with a pH, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. All right. It's been a fat minute since we read some juice. Speaking of fat, this next post is yours. Am I the a-hole for telling someone they're too fat for a massage? <laughs> I'm weak. That's I did not, not plan. <laughs> not planned. It's funny because if we had waited like 30 seconds and just introduced the next post, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely unscripted. Okay. Again, am I the a-hole for telling someone they're too fat for a massage? I, 25 male, work as a masseur for a somewhat small spa and have been doing for three years. This week, I had to do something I have never done before. That is in turn that is to turn someone away. What happened was that we had a group of booking for four people. As per usual, I grabbed the questionnaire and waiver for the client I was going to take. When I saw her, I became concerned. It was she was clearly over 400 pounds. Aside from the weight capacity, I wasn't sure if she would have been able to fit on the table but i put that concern aside for the sake of safety i decided to weigh her with the result being she was 465 pounds with the table's capacity being at 495 i decided not to risk it in the most polite way i could i told her that for her safety i can't service her as an alternative i offered our other services were her weight but wouldn't be an issue unfortunately she was too upset slash embarrassed and as a result she and her group decided to cancel their appointments because of this three of my colleagues absolutely hate my guts now they all believe that i have should been more accommodating am i the a-hole i feel like this one is so tricky because like yeah they were technically under like the max capacity but you have to think about like the maneuver and the weight to like get on the table is probably going to be more than the th- like 30 pounds. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. And the pressure from the massage, like pushing, mm-hmm. like that would just be like such a liability. Like say they were to make it on the table, like they're very active or whatever. You got to p- apply light pressure. At yeah. That point. And well, that and like if something were to happen, the table collapse, like that's such a liability for the place and the masseuse 
You know what I mean? That would be more embarrassing than getting turned away. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, at that weight, you kind of have to factor like, maybe call ahead like do you guys have weight limits you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because i think i feel like a lot of places do have like weight limits on like max capacity so that's interesting it's like like it sucks that they're embarrassed and upset but like the alternative is like they take the chance do it and then like you could possibly get hurt honestly props to her for being 465 and getting out of the house yeah that's a feat. She's probably bummed just because she made it that far and yeah. got turned away. I don't think, I mean, I don't know how heavy they are, but I've watched like the shows where they get really, really big. Yeah. And well, they like can't even walk. Yeah. Well, that's like, I'm trying to think of what show it is. But yeah, I, I feel like at a certain weight, it's like. It sucks that you have to take that into account, like that certain services and certain like places aren't going to be able to accommodate you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also the colleagues being like all high horsey, like all mad. Why didn't you guys do it then? Yeah. Why didn't you guys risk your table if you thought it was fine? Like why make him out to be the bad guy? Like, yeah, it's an awkward situation, but like, what's the alternative? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, you have a good point. Because she's pretty close to that limit. What he said, the the limit was 495 and she was at 465. So you got like a 30 pound gap. And I just feel like, like I'm saying, like, I feel like I'm not even, I'm not close to 465. (laughs) But even when we've gotten massages, it's like not, it's not like a hard table to get on. I don't know. If you could like. Like if you have to like give it a little like. Well, if you can Jump like up. take the legs off and just have it on the floor. You yeah, know that's saying? true. But that might be hard to get back up. You know what I mean? I have a hard time getting up after playing with our daughter. That's true. I'm sure he's thinking of all these logistics of like. Uh, I would. I don't know. There's probably no like type of waiver. You know what I'm saying? There's no waiver you can sign. Like if this table snaps. I'm not liable kind of thing. Yeah. Because then at that point, you can kind of nicely give the decision to them. Yeah. Like, hey, just so you know, I'm a little concerned about the weight capacity here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Because I've been in those masseuses, in those masseuse parlors before. Is that the right name? Yeah. Masseuse spas. Yeah. They put on some pressure. They do. I remember we went to a reflexology one, and I felt like they were preparing me for a meal. Yeah, they were. I was a piece of Kobe beef afterwards. They were literally would like get their hands and like. Yeah, it was so intense. I remember being like, I was sore for like two or three days after. I was like, I don't even. I I didn't even enjoy this. Like this hurts. Yeah, I think I even chose like medium. Yeah. You could choose like levels of intensity. The lightest pressure you can. Super weird. I'm just, I'm totally uncomfortable with like massages. And this was a couple's massage. So we were in the same room together, but I was like, I don't want to get fully nude. You know what I mean? So I like kept my pants on, but then she walks in. What did she say? Open. Open. And she's like pointing to my pants. My pants. I was like, that's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think I had left my bra on and the girl like unclasped it. <laughs> I was laying there and I was like, uh, off. that's my job. <laughs> what do we sign up for? But yeah, I don't think this guy's the a-hole. It's a tricky, tough situation to navigate. And the colleagues, I still am like, get off your high horse. Yeah. What's their What's their point? What like, What why, could he have done like, to accommodate? Why are, you, why are you mad at him? Like what? Like. Well, I think that is like a a cultural thing. Thing right now is like fat shaming, right? Or like yeah. body shaming. I don't even think. I mean, I don't know how he approached it, but I don't even think it's like. I guess. I guess maybe it is body shaming, but it's like kind of a safety thing. Like I, if you're gonna hop on the table. Or even like maneuver your way on, like it takes more weight. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not just the four sixty five; it's the added weight of like hopping up there and the pressure of the massage. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, that's a risky one. It sucks because he did yeah. like hurt their feelings. You know. Maybe the other three colleagues are mad because they lost. That's probably why they're mad. They lost the other three clients. Right. So they lost tips because the other three canceled. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't... I mean, obviously, I wouldn't enjoy it. But I feel like if I got that heavy... I don't know. I just would... I don't know if I could deal with it. You know what I mean? I would just, like, want to do something. Yeah. But I've also seen shows where there's some guys that like that stuff. Like like being large? Like the big girls. Yeah. Like, um, what's that? Seven Deadly Sins or Nine Deadly Sins? I don't know. There's this show on HBO. Oh, yeah. But there's guys and they're like. They have like a feeder fetish. Mm, yeah. It's like a feeder fetish. Interesting stuff. There's a lot of interesting people out there. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I don't know, no a-holes here, though. Maybe. Not the asshole. No. Whoops. <laughs> it's been a long day. My mind went on autopilot. Not the a-hole. She said Bleep it. Bleep it out. She said it. Uh, We're screwed. <laughs> We're screwed. Um, <laughs> I feel like we have to get backstory on that. Yeah. I don't even know what it was. We had bought something. I can't remember what it was. When Matt was a kid. When I was a kid and it like wasn't working or it was like missing parts or something. It was like missing a screw or something. And I had just learned that phrase, we're screwed. And I just kept saying, we're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> and my dad got mad. He's like, stop saying that. <laughs> so now we say it all the time, like, we're screwed. We're what screwed. <laughs> also, there's like this screw in our wall in our bedroom. Where we used to have like the monitor mounted and like we just never took the screw out. And every night our daughter says, touch screw. <laughs> so then we always go, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> we're screwed. So yeah, not the a-hole. Also, when we were talking about the feeder fetish, it reminded me of Malcolm in the Middle. Where he like keeps sneaking calories into like Lois's diet. Oh yeah. Because he's kind of like, shady. But but he likes that she's getting larger. Likes the extra meat on her bones. I feel like I've been yawning so much I can't stop. 
as you do it again. Okay, this next one is, am I the a-hole for not keeping up with my wife's cleaning demands? I had a major fight with my wife a few hours ago, and I strongly think I'm in the right, because, but she is so angry, I almost feel like I'm the crazy one. I'll provide context. I married my wife three years ago, but we have been together for six years. One important thing to note is she's extremely clean. I regret not moving in together until we're mar- we were married because while I knew she was clean, I didn't know the full extent. Let this be a lesson to live with your partner before marriage. She is the reason why our house looks like a model home. She hates dishes in the sink while I'm content to let them sit for a couple days. She spends her days off scrubbing bathrooms because her- in her mind they should be cleaned weekly. She doesn't let me bring shoes inside and insists I shower immediately when I get home before I lay in bed. There are a million thing- more things, but hopefully you have an idea. This didn't start hurting our marriage until we had kids. We have a two-year-old and a one-year-old, and I'm a stay-at-home dad. I left for work when our youngest was born, and that is when our disagreement on how clean the home needs to be started to get bad. She expects me to do most of the chores now when it used to be primarily her, and I wouldn't mind if they were reasonable. She wants the children to have a bath every day, and I think every one to three days is fine. She wants all their toys put away by the end of the day, and I think there's no point when it'll be a mess again. She wants the dishes done daily. She wants all the house bedding washed weekly. She wants me to vacuum weekly. She wants me to mop every three to four days, since in her logic, the kids spend a lot of time playing on the floor. They will not be hurt or sick if I mop every two weeks. Because I don't play along with most of her demands, she ends up being the one to do most of the housework when she gets home on or on her rare days off. She works 40 to 80 hours a week. So it's not like, so it's a lot, but she does it to herself. I feel I do what's reasonable. This all built up today. She got home and saw I hadn't yet washed the dishes and there was still grease food in some of the pans and on the countertop. Also, I hadn't brought in the trash cans from the previous two days when they were emptied. She flew off the handle calling me a lazy slob, and she said she would like for me to return to work since in her eyes, I'm doing a poor job and we could use the money to hire a weekly house cleaner and a nanny who, quotes, wouldn't leave the kids in pajamas all day. I got pissed and told her she is crazy and she works herself up over small things and I will not be leaving my kids with a stranger. She packed a bag for herself and our babies and went to her mom's house. I'm furious. Am I the a-hole? So this one was interesting to me because I was like expecting, like when he says, like keeping up with her cleaning demands, like I was expecting her to want him to clean like the grout every day or something. Like those are really reasonable cleaning habits. Am I wrong? I mean... They're, pre- I mean, he's taking care of how many kids? A two-year-old and a one-year-old. I mean, that's a lot. I feel like the mopping and the bedding is like a lot. For, like I don't mop that often or change the bedding that often. Yeah. But everything else, like dishes done daily, putting the toys away, like I don't know, vacuuming weekly. I mean, we vacuum every couple of days because of the dogs. Yeah, but like mopping every couple days, washing the sheets every week. That's what I'm saying, though. Like the sheets and the mopping, I can see it being like that's a little too much. Yeah. But everything else is like 
pretty freaking normal. I guess. You don't think so? I mean... Like, every night we pick up Olivia's toys. Even though she's going to make a mess. It just makes it feel clean and not gross. I mean, how would you feel if I got off work and there were some dishes in the sink? And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. I don't know. I think they just have different standards. They definitely do. And... But I think it's not... I think it's not that... I don't know. It's not just the dishes in the sink. You know what I mean? It was like everything. I mean, it sounds like it was just the dishes and trash cans outside. Yeah. Maybe it had just been festering for a while. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that... I can see it being frustrating though, like working 80 hours and like wanting your house a certain way and your, like your spouse knowing you want the house or like the house a certain way and this one's weird because he's a stay-at-home dad yeah which is like uh not the norm not necessarily the norm and sometimes i feel like if the genders had been reversed and the guy had come home and like berated the woman about the house not being clean enough it would be like almost a different story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it is hard when you have kids to keep a house clean, but I also get so like weirdly, like maybe it's pregnancy, like a pregnancy rage when the house is angry or when the house is a messy, Mm -hmm. like I feel like I, that's just me though. Like, I'll go on a, I'll be bad and put on a movie for our daughter and just freaking clean the house because I'm like, I can't stand it like this. Yeah. I don't know. I get both sides because like you are watching your kids all day and like kids make a mess. Yeah. But at the same time, there are like small pockets when you can kind of clean. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, I mean, he's got two. Yeah. I think you got, I think, I don't know if a lot of these people who are voting him the a-hole have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's easy when you're working and you don't have kids to be like, well, you're just staying home all day. Why aren't you doing more? But it's like, well, yeah, I'm home and I'm not like working, but I'm doing like I'm Um, taking care of this kid all day. Yeah. Well, and I think her frustration too is like, I get both sides, but I think her, fr- like from what I'm, we are reading, it's like she's working 40 to 80 hours and then still she seemed to be the only one cleaning because mm-hmm. that's what he was saying. Like she primarily would I don't clean. think he was cleaning up to her standards. Like he was still cleaning, but it wasn't like. And I think she has like, I think he, the only thing that. I didn't necessarily agree with was like bathing the kid like one every three days. Yeah, that's gross. Like just personally, like kids get super dirty. They're always playing in dirt and stuff. I think it's because our daughter goes outside and plays in the dirt and rocks every day. And I couldn't imagine not giving her a bath every day. But I also have friends that like bathe their kids once every three days or once or, you know, just when they can. And like, I think that's fine. Like, you got to do what's best for you and your family. What works for your family, yeah. 
and he just sounds like he's like he doesn't sound like a slob but he doesn't have the the same standards that she does yeah maybe a chore chart would help them the only reason i'm saying this is i'm putting it through like my lens like our lens of our life you know what i mean because everyone's situation is different but if i had like super high demands and i wanted like i wanted you to do all like mop the floor you know twice a week and like you would feel really i feel like that would be like a heavy burden yeah more of a heavy burden on your shoulders than like just taking care of the kids that's true i think i would probably still do it but just be so freaking stressed you know what i mean yeah but that's just me and 80 hours a week is a lot but that's what I'm saying is like she was working 80 hours a week and still doing the majority of the like housework on her days off. So it's probably just like some pent up anger that just exploded because there was grease on the stove. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get both. I get being burnt out watching kids all day. And I think the truth is always somewhere in the middle. Like you got to just talk to her. Yeah. And be like, hey, I'm sorry that you feel like I'm not doing this. I'm literally doing the best that, the best I, can. that I can. Like, sorry, you know, I don't know if there's some kind of solution they can work out where like if they can hire a hire a cleaner, or a cleaner to come in once a week or something. I feel like it's a bit overboard for her to be like, you're going to have to start working so that we can pay for a cleaner. You know what I mean? Like, mm hmm. I feel like we, I don't know, in some ways our house has never been dirtier and cleaner than we had our child. Yeah. Because your standards do go up a bit. Like when they first start crawling around, you're like, oh shoot. Like when our daughter was first crawling around, we were mopping all the time because she was crawling around. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we got the cross wave and stopped mopping. The cross wave sucks when we do it once a it sucks yeah we don't mop that often because we bought this cross wave that is like a two-in-one like vacuum and mop and it's just like a pain in the butt to assemble and disassemble and clean and we should really just go back to our little spin mop because that was perfect Mm -hmm. what do you think what would you vote this guy everyone Um, sucks here I don't know. Because he was voted the a-hole. I would say not the a-hole. Personally. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a toss-up of like everyone sucks and no a-holes. You know what I mean? It's like it's a sucky. The situation sucks because both people are burnt out. So it's like something has got to give. Like both of you guys have to compromise. Like you have to be used to, you have, the, she has to not have such high cleaning standards. Like, and have some yeah. sort of like empathy for what he's doing. Yeah. Like, but at the listen, same time. You don't have to get off work and do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're doing this because you want You this. want it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like I clean on the weekends. I clean when I get off work. Yeah. I'm not going to freaking pack up my bags and go stay with my parents. Yeah. That's silly. It's, yeah. 
I feel like there's something else. The Iranian yogurt's not the issue here. You know what I mean? Like that this is there's something else going on, I feel like. For her to blow up over dishes in the sink and trash. She's cans. probably stressed from work. Yeah. Eighty hours is a lot. And maybe it's like a weird mom guilt of like feeling like she doesn't have enough time yeah. with her kids and also cleaning instead of spending the time with her kids. It's like she has that resentment of like well, if he would have just cleaned, I could have time with my kids. Yeah. She's probably exhausted, probably resentful. Work is probably stressful. And, I mean, you you know better than I do, but I'm sure, like, staying home all day and just taking care of kids can be, like, monotonous and repetitive. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I'm going to say not they whole. I'm saying work together. You guys are married. You love each other. You have two kids. Like, meet in the middle here. Yeah. Find a find a good solution. All right. Am I the a-hole for calling... Was this... This yours. This mine. Okay. Am I the a-hole for calling the police when the people I was babysitting for would not answer their phone? Hi, I don't know if I'm allowed to post here. I'm 14 and I babysit for a few people in my neighborhood. On Friday, I was babysitting for a couple that moved into my city from the south. They are only a block from my house, so my parents were okay with me staying there until 10. They said they would be home by 9. They did not get home at 9. At a quarter to 10, I started texting them to see when they were on their way. Then I called my parents. My mom came over because I was getting worried. It had snowed pretty bad on Friday and they weren't answering. At 11.30, we phoned the police. I was freaking out. The police got their names and address and I guess found their license plate like that. They found them in about 25 minutes. They were at a friend's house. They called me and they were mad that I called the police. I promised I wouldn't have called the police if they had answered my texts or calls. And my mom was concerned as well. I didn't call to get them in trouble. I was worried. But they told my mom that I'm not mature enough to be babysitting if that's how I'm going to behave. I kind of feel bad that the police made them come home from their friend's house, but I think they should have answered the phone. What if there was something wrong with their kids? Am I the a-hole? Holy moly. Dude, who... Like, I get so enraged at these posts when it's like... Like... Why do you think that, like... How are you not going to answer your phone or text? Like, I would answer my phone or text if it was someone watching my dogs. Right. Like, you just don't know what could happen. And I just feel like it's, like... I don't know. Like, how... Like, it's a weird, like, entitlement thing, too. Is like, oh, I'll just keep them there. Like, and wait. Like, I don't know. Like, you agreed on 9 o'clock. It's reasonable for the person that you said to that you're going to be home at nine o'clock to be calling you wondering where you are. Like how disrespectful of their time. Also, like if something 14? were to happen, if something were to happen to your children or if there was like a break in or something and they're trying to get a hold of you and you're just ignoring them because you're having fun with your friends. Like that's when so a stranger scummy. calls, you know, yeah, what it's so scummy. What if they're calling from inside the house? Yikes. I just couldn't imagine that, like, not answering my phone when the babysitter's calling. And then, like... Yeah, I would be worried, too. And then, especially if it snowed recently, like, maybe they got into an accident. Maybe they're not coming home. Like, what's going on? It's been hours. And then for them to be like, maybe you're not mature enough if you can't, like... 
Okay, it's two hours past the time you said you were going to be home yeah. and you're not answering my calls or texts. Yeah, I'm going to assume something's wrong. That's not normal. Yeah, it's bizarre. That's almost grounds to call CPS. I feel like also I've also read stories of like people being like, like kind of a similar situation, like agreed upon time. It's been two hours past. They're not answering. And then they send a text or a call or they call, leave a voicemail and send a text. Like if you do not answer me in the next 20 minutes, I'm calling the police for child abandonment and leaving. Mm-hmm. And I've read posts like that and they've done it. And like the parents will call them like three hours later and be like, where are my kids? Like, well, the police showed up and took them as they yeah. were abandoned. Yeah. You literally abandoned them. So check the police station i literally i mean we're we're probably worse than the average person that has kids we're very like clingy and we don't like leaving our kids for long periods of time yeah i miss them too much but on the off off chance that we're able to have someone watch (laughs) our kid and we go on a date like literally after an hour i'm like do you think they're okay We've been gone for 45 minutes. Maybe we should just like ask for the food to go. You think? (laughs) Ask for the check now. Sometimes it takes a long time. We'd like to order our food and drink and get the check right now just so that we can leave when we need to. Capiche? We literally have done that. We have done that. (laughs) (laughs) It was like one of our first, one of our first like times away. And we were like, hey, I know this is a weird request. This is what we want. Can we get the check as well? We just left our child. <laughs> I think she was like eight or nine months old. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't like tiny, but we just were not good at going out. I don't know like how old the kids are, but 14, it seems young. Right. To babysit. Like you're a kid yourself. You need someone to sit you. I don't think I feel comfortable with a 14-year-old watching our child. No. You're just old enough to use a phone. <laughs> I wonder if they weren't answering her because she was like, where are you guys? You know what I mean? Well, that's just messed up. Like, they said they are going to be home at 9, and it was 1130 yeah. when they phoned the police. And they were just having fun at their friend's house and they found them 25 minutes later so it was like 11 almost midnight yeah it's like way past when would you have come home right would you have just expected me to stay here all night and wait up for you guys and this it sounds like it's their first time watching their, watching them yeah i wonder if they've done it to other babysitters oh that gives me anxiety I feel like that's such a stressful situation to be in because it's like, I can't leave. I don't want to be here. What the heck do I do? Yeah. You did everything right. You did everything I would do. For sure. (sighs) Horrible. Horrible. Horrible situation to be in. All right. This final one is, am I the a-hole for deleting my cousin's precious wedding photos? Ooh, I, 17 male, agreed to take wedding photos for my cousin Sarah's 26 female wedding. She wanted me to take photos of her getting ready, our grandma putting on a family heirloom necklace, the first look, the wedding, the reception, etc. There was also another photographer, a friend of the groom, who was taking photos of the groom and his side getting ready. 
He was also taking photos at the wedding slash reception. Since I wasn't a professional photographer by any means, I told her I would only charge her $50 for the entire day. And when I say entire day, I mean it. From 8 a.m. until 10 p.m., I was with her taking photos and basically being harassed by her, her bridesmaids, and my aunt. She was a full-on bridezilla the entire time, not just to me, but basically everyone, including her husband. It was a long day to say the least. So after all that, I went home, edited the photos, and copied them onto individual USB drives for the people she might want to give them to. I texted Sarah a couple of days later to let her know they were ready and that I would happily meet up with her to exchange them for $50. She never responded. For the next three weeks, I texted, called, got in touch with her mother, my aunt, and even stopped by her house to get the photos to her. She evaded every single attempt. Six months passed since the wedding, and as I was at the movies with my other cousin, 19 male, who was Sarah's younger brother, and a couple of our friends. He tells me, quote, by the way, Sarah was wondering when you were going to give her the photos. She said she would pay you the $10 if that's the only reason, if that's the only reason you're taking so long. I was livid. First, it was 50. Second, that was the deal from the start. I told my cousin this and said to tell, to tell Sarah that if she wanted them, she needed to contact me within two days so we could meet up with the payment or I was going to delete them. This might, be sh- this might come a sh- as a shock since the title of the post, but she never contacted me. The two days passed. I deleted the photo and erased the USB drives. Less than a week went by before my aunt called me in a fit because I threatened my cousin into paying when she, quotes, didn't have the money. I told my aunt that she has had a little over six months to pull together $50, which she knew was the agreed agreed upon amount, that she refused to respond to me no matter what I tried, and that if it was too late, or and that it was too late now because the photos were gone. My aunt, my uncles, and a few other relatives have been refusing to talk to me or my parents because I deleted the precious photos that can never be taken again, all because of greed. My mom thinks I should apologize and I'm just being stubborn. However, my older brother thinks I held on to the photos way longer than I should have, and that I should have just deleted them within the first week of trying to get in contact with her and being dodged and ignored. So am I the a-hole for deleting my cousin's wedding photos? That's just a really weird situation. Right. You would think that you want want to see your wedding photos within six months. And why are you not, like, $50 is quite the steal so why are you dragging your feet yeah, 50 bucks for an entire day of work how much would you say like i mean who knows how good this kid is but how much would you say like average wedding photos average wedding photos there's so many factors when we were getting married almost 10 years ago a lot of like the good photographers well i mean here's the thing you get what you pay for and these photos last forever right like these you're gonna be looking at unless they get deleted yeah (laughs) (laughs) like you're gonna be looking at these photos for a long time um so with that in mind when we were looking it goes by like um like coverage hours like four hours six hours eight hours and a lot of the prices would like start at 2200 and like it's just expensive, you know what I mean? You get what you pay for. So, I mean, I don't know if this kid's a professional photographer. I was looking at the comments and he does like a lot of landscape photography. 
So let's just assume he's not bad. It's a good price. Yeah. You know, um, if you're, you know, paying some random Joe Schmo that you find on uh, Craigslist, it's going to be more than 50 bucks. So in this economy, 50 bucks is nothing. Yeah. I think we, like nine years ago, we had a family friend. She doesn't do weddings anymore, but um, she did our wedding for 1500 which was like a steal 10 years ago. I wonder what what this lady's plan was. Like if the she was cousin? Just gonna, yeah, she was just going to ghost him until he just sent him over. I know. It's like, at that, like how greedier is the bride in this you know what i mean like it's freaking fifty dollars for yeah your cousin's whole day it's not about the money and it's also kind of scummy because it's like your cousin didn't even get to enjoy his cousin's wedding yeah like he wasn't even a guest he was like working the wedding it's hard work yeah it's not about the money in this case it's about the principle yeah i mean it sucks that he literally deleted all the photos like all the usbs but at the same time i get why he did it because it's like if he had just like given it to the aunt like she would have just given it like he there's no point in deleting it you know what i mean yeah i don't know i think it was kind of sucky to delete them like just keep them yeah even if you get that 50 bucks three years from now buddy you know what i mean I don't understand why she would wait so long. When she, like knew he was the agreed upon, when she knew the agreed upon price, like, wouldn't you want those wedding photos? Like, I just don't get it. You'd think. So funny enough, we, um, we got the homie hookup. One of my friends did the videography yeah. for our wedding. So like separate from photos, like he filmed it and made like a, what, like a four to five minute video yeah. of of the wedding and he did an incredible job yeah. and I think he charges 50 bucks which I, was literally like the I, cost of the license of the song that he used I think it was 200 because he wanted like obviously to get he needed some money but I think it was $50 for the license of the song and then he got I think because he had another shooter with him so that's like right I had to pay that guy like well regardless it was an incredible deal. it was so yeah. We watched it today. We showed Olivia and we were both, we were like both crying. crying. <laughs> <laughs> we were so young. I know. We look so young. Uh, I did not expect to cry so much watching it. I just um, so crazy seeing how much time has passed and just where, li- where we are in life now. And we have a family. We have a kid. And what on the way? Just uh, something so beautiful out of our relationship together and yeah feel, felt very blessed and grateful and yeah and i'm glad we have those to look back on and that we paid the people <laughs> they didn't delete them i mean that's the that's what's also not great about working not that like a lot of people do it but people feel like they can take advantage of their family yeah for sure like well they're my family so that it just do it like no like anyone else in business yeah you it's there's a transaction yeah you pay the agreed upon amount and you get the goods or services and also like you're paying them for their time you know what i mean that's a whole day they can't get back it sounds like it was not an easy day yeah sounds like she was bossy 
Well, our, I remember our photographer was hustling on our wedding too. And it's just like nonstop. This reminded me of the, the Dave Chappelle stand up when he was talking about how poor he was growing up. And he asked for like a certain amount of money. $3. $3. Sorry, and, son. I sorry, son. We don't have $3, dad. How are we alive? <laughs> That's so my favorite. Like you had six months to get 50 bucks. Right? That's that's what someone gives you in a card at your wedding. You know what I mean? If you can try to save a dollar a day. <laughs> I know. If you... I don't know. It yeah. just seems like... I know some... Like it's you go collect cans. It is nice, too, when you do have kind of a hookup and you can cut costs. But that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like, you do need to pay people for their services you know yeah. like i get why he was frustrated she seems like she's just being like unreasonable but i just i don't know i get so sad thinking about like all those photos being deleted i, I feel mean, like i, I would have reached out yeah. to the aunt to him and like we agreed on 50 dollars. if you want to pay me 50 dollars, i'll give you the photos 100 <laughs> percent. you know what i mean that way they're not deleted i get why he delete the other usbs because it's like if you want to give me ten dollars i'll give you ten percent of the photos yeah yeah i mean it sounds like he was like upset yeah for sure um, well that and like then the cousin being like like him trying to get a hold of the bride forever and then the cousin being like oh yeah sarah says She's ready for those photos whenever and like wondering what's taking so long. If it's just the $10 that she needs to give you. It's like, first of all, it wasn't $10. And yes, I'm waiting to get paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Personally, I wouldn't have deleted them, yeah, but I, I also have. wouldn't have. I would have waited until I got my baby. Exactly. But. Not the a-hole. Not the a-hole. I think that concludes the night. Would you say, what would you say about this juice? This was good juice. You think it was? Yeah. Sometimes this was I like just, a, this was like a, a Welch's. Yeah. I think sometimes I just get so like, I don't know. I read so many that I'm like, I half the time I'm like, I don't remember which ones I picked. And I'm like, were these actually as juicy as I thought they were when I picked them? Yeah. Have I read Juicier since? I don't know. Well, I enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed it too. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.